Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlocked big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Hi, welcome to Bookie. Today we will unlock the book Jane Eyre, the masterpiece of renowned British author Charlotte Bronte. Charlotte Bronte was born into the family of a village pastor in England in 1816. She was the third child of six, having two elder sisters, two younger sisters, and a younger brother. Charlotte's two younger sisters, Emily Bronte and Anne Bronte, were as passionate about writing as she was, and all three of them made their lasting contributions to British literature. Under the pseudonym Currer Bell, Charlotte published Jane Eyre in 1847, which made waves throughout literary circles and secured her worldwide recognition. The book tells the story of how Jane Eyre, an orphan girl born of humble origins and an ordinary appearance, grew into a strong, independent and self-possessed woman after going through much hardship and fighting against oppression and injustice, thus finally achieving happiness for herself. Orphaned after the death of her parents at a young age, Jane lived for a time under her aunt's roof, where she endured much bullying and oppression, before spending eight tumultuous years in an orphanage. That notwithstanding, Jane Eyre did not give up on herself, even after leading a lonely life without anyone to rely on, she continuously resisted oppression and fought tenaciously against her fate in order to pursue an independent and autonomous life, a life of freedom and equality, and finally succeeded in achieving an ideal love and living the life of her dreams. The novel was written in mid-19th century during the Victorian era in England. At the time, it was a patriarchal society and women faced oppression on many fronts. Once, when Charlotte was 20 years old, she sent several short poems that she wrote to Robert Southey, a great English poet at the time, in hopes of receiving his commendation and encouragement. Yet in his letter Southey merely gave her a brusque reply, stating that literature is not the business of a woman and it cannot be. Southey's letter dealt Charlotte a huge blow, but she did not abandon her literary ambitions there and then. In order to ensure the successful publication of Jane Eyre, Charlotte used the male pseudonym Currer Bell. This went to prove how difficult the path to a career in the literary arts was for women at the time. Against such a societal backdrop, the feminist themes of courageous resistance, pursuit of equality and defense of women's rights as conveyed in the book were extremely rare and valuable and played a significant role in promoting the contemporaneous liberation of women. We will now talk about this book in detail from two perspectives, so that we may understand and appreciate Jane Eyre's life in full. In part one, we will recount the novel's plot and take a journey through Jane Eyre's life of resistance. In part two, we will analyze the feminist concepts portrayed in Jane Eyre. In the 19th century, the social status of women was a lowly one, societal norms at the time dictated that women had to depend on men in all aspects. A woman's worth at the time could only be found at home, where she should be responsible for taking care of her husband and children, in other words adopting the role of the angel in the house. Against such a societal backdrop, this novel created an alternative portrait of a woman in the form of Jane Eyre, who had the courage to seek freedom and equality for herself, hence demonstrating a strong feminist consciousness and disrupting gender conventions in society and sounding out the first clarion call in the fight for women's liberation. How exactly is feminism manifested in the novel? In the following section, we will learn about the concepts of feminism as conveyed in the book. First and foremost, the novel's feminism manifests itself through Jane Eyre's rebellious spirit. 
Jane Eyre suffered plenty of abuse and bullying in her childhood, and even under such unbearable circumstances, she chose to rebel completely. Confronted with her cousin John's beatings, she exerted all of the strength in her body to strike back, and resisted him doggedly even if she paled greatly in comparison to him in all regards, be it age, stature, or strength. She even called out to him, wicked and cruel boy. You are like a murderer, you are like a slave driver, you are like the Roman emperors. When Mrs. Reed humiliated and debased Jane Eyre, and kept her isolated from the rest of her children, Jane Eyre cried out loudly, they are not fit to associate with me. At Lowood School, whenever Helen was punished without reason, she would choose to accept and tolerate the punishment in silence, yet Jane Eyre had a completely different perspective. She said, and if I were in your place I should dislike her, I should resist her. If she struck me with that rod, I should get it from her hand, I should break it under her nose. She even added, when we are struck it without a reason, we should strike back again very hard, I am sure we should, so hard as to teach the person who struck us never to do it again. Her embodiment of resistance in the face of these numerous unjust encounters vividly demonstrates the strong and tenacious side of Jane Eyre's personality. The novel's feminist consciousness further manifests itself in Jane Eyre's pursuit of financial and mental independence. Jane Eyre had an acute experience with poverty from a young age, and it was precisely because she had been poor and frequently looked down upon that she was always motivated to strive for a better life, continuously acquiring new knowledge and skills and working diligently to make a living for herself and acquire financial independence. Furthermore, mental independence is built on the foundation of financial independence. After Jane entered into a relationship with the owner of the manor Mr. Rochester, Mr. Rochester took her to buy expensive clothes and jewelry, in hopes of transforming her into a beauty. Yet Jane Eyre rejected his offers and insisted that she did not want anything, saying, I only want an easy mind, sir, not crushed by crowded obligations. Even when Mr. Rochester said you will give up your governessing slavery at once, Jane Eyre did not give up her job. She said, I shall continue to act as Adele's governess, by that I shall earn my board and lodging and thirty pounds a year besides. When she finally left Thornfield, she only took with her her personal savings of twenty shillings and nothing else. These instances clearly show that Jane Eyre never succumbed to anything that would encumber her financial and mental independence. Finally, the novel's feminist consciousness manifests itself through Jane's views on love, which are premised on the values of freedom and equality. When Mr. Rochester attempted to sound Jane Eyre out on her feelings towards him, Jane took the initiative to confess what she felt for him candidly, which highlighted that she and Mr. Rochester were equals on a spiritual level. When Jane Eyre found out that Mr. Rochester had a legal wife and was caught between love and dignity, she bit the bullet and gave up on love, choosing instead to defend the integrity of the law and the dignity of marriage. On the other hand, when St. John proposed to her, Jane Eyre indicated that she was not willing to be a mere tool for his evangelism and stressed that love should be the foundation of marriage. These instances demonstrated how freedom and equality formed the basis of Jane Eyre's perspectives on love. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play, get your free mind snack now.